This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, as if there hasn't been enough going on at the B.C. legislature already with the expenses scandal and all the other everyday stuff, now we have this new discussion. It comes after a female staffer was told to cover up her arms in the hallway of the legislature. And as a result, there have been numerous uh, female journalists and staffers at the legislature who today have actually worn sleeveless tops and dresses in protest of this rule. And in fact, lots of politicians are weighing in on this as well. Uh, Finance Minister Carol James spoke to reporters about this just about a half hour ago. My understanding is that the clerk is going to be looking at the dress code and looking at uh, how we modernize that and adjust it. I think it's uh, really quite extraordinary that we're still dealing with that today. As a woman, you must have dealt with a lot of uh, comments about the clothing that you wear. What do you think about the fact that, you know, it often ends up being women who are the subject of such discussions? I think it's almost always women who are the subject uh, of these discussions. I think you've seen it through school boards and dress codes uh, for students in school. You've seen the modernization of those dress codes over the last number of years. There's been some very progressive work done in school boards, including right here in Victoria. Uh, And I certainly think it's well overdue. You know, last year we dealt with babies in the chamber. When I was first elected, we were still dealing with converting some of the washrooms to women's washrooms. So there is enough space for women to be able to use the washrooms. So I think the uh, dress code is long overdue and needs to be done. Given some of the other issues happening here, we now have like people who are hired on taxpayer dollars who are judging what is proper business attire for women. Should that be somebody's job description? Does somebody really need to police that? I think we all know this is a professional environment and people dress for business uh, clothing in the workplace. And I think it's ridiculous that we have uh, people policing that. I think people are adults in this place. They understand it's a professional environment and they dress accordingly. All right, so that is Finance Minister Carol James talking about this at the legislature today. Many politicians and and people who work at the legislature, women in particular, have been speaking up about this. Uh, And yeah, this has been enforced by some of the staff members at the legislature. Uh, The um, interim speaker at arms there, Randy Ennis, is one of the people who has has said that his staff, the staff members, have been enforcing this. And people are wondering, like, why? Why now? Why do this? Why turn this into an issue when it didn't have to be? So many people speaking out about this. One of the people who feels very strongly about this is uh, criminal lawyer Kyla Lee with Acumen Law, who joins us now. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Why do you feel so strongly about this? Well, this is an issue of, I think, uh, not just what's happening at the legislature, but a larger social discussion that we're having these days about policing women's bodies. We've seen this with discussions, uh, and I think uh, Carol James mentioned that in the interview with her, uh, with discussions at school boards and even very recently in the Lower Mainland with uh, with school boards here wanting to impose significant dress codes on female students. And it's never men, in my experience. I've certainly never seen a case in, in my entire life of a man being told he has to dress differently. It is always women who are the subject of this. And it, and it becomes an issue of... of telling women how to dress so that we can be put in a box and so that we can be silenced. I I was seeing a comment that Sonia Fersenow made about this, actually, the Green Party MLA, when asked about this, like, well, what about the rules for men? And men have to follow the rules, too. And she said, listen, this isn't about uh, conforming to a man's world. It's about women being able to do what they want. 
Well, exactly. I mean, and we're not talking about women wanting to go topless in the legislature. We're wanting about, uh, we're talking about women who are wearing professional attire that doesn't have sleeves. Everybody in the legislature has a set of arms. It's not as though this is something that is that is shocking or appalling or would shock the conscience of the public. This is something that we're all born with, we all have, and which is not considered a, a, a private uh, area of our body that we're not otherwise entitled to display. And so to police it in a workplace where it has nothing to do with the work that's being done, it's not a safety issue, is absolutely unnecessary. Right. It keeps coming up, though, doesn't it, Kyla? Like whether it's school boards and uh, trying to tell the trustees, trying to tell young girls what they should wear. Like, why does this issue keep coming up? I think it's because we can't trust men to, uh, and I mean, I I don't want to sound like I'm being glib here, but we can't trust men to control themselves. So rather than teaching men that, you know, if you get all titillated by seeing the skin of a woman, um, you need to get your head together, give yourself a shake and move on. um, we, We try to tell women to cover up. Um, and that's uh, over the time that has transformed into this this social isu- issue about modesty, where women are considered to be uh, not modest and women are considered to be, you know, loose or, or lascivious or showing parts of their body that men could show without any difficulty. Right. It's also that issue to me about like, what is business attire and who decided that anyway? Well, exactly. And and the definition of business attire was really uh, defined at a time when women weren't so prominent in the workplace, where many women were forced to stay at home, weren't permitted in workplaces, weren't permitted in legislatures, weren't seen in as as large numbers as we have now in these positions of power and and with huge amounts of responsibility. Um, But just as we've adapted over time to to welcome and, and seek out having women and other women in these positions. So too do we need to adapt um, to how women are going to uh, want to dress in those places of work. And as far as I'm concerned, unless it's a safety issue where you have the potential to be injured because your arms aren't covered, you shouldn't have to have your arms covered if you don't want to. Is this a good discussion then to have publicly? I mean, obviously it's a big issue today because of what's going on in the legislature. Is this an important thing to have out in the open? I think it is an important thing to have out in the open. It's always important to bring attention to the way that uh, women are treated differently uh, than men in the same environment and to the ways that there is still these, you know, these microaggressions against women and these these ways of, of trying to um, keep women down and keep women from advancing. I think we need to continue to identify them, continue to speak out uh, against them. And as women, we need to act in solidarity uh, with one another when we see it happening. We need to call it out and we need to bring attention to it so that it changes not just in the legislature, but in every workplace. Well, Kyla, thank you very much for your time on this. Thanks for having me. That is Kyla Lee, criminal lawyer with Acumen Law.